This is the burger loving badass Chuck Stone, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when it's bulking season. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is an interview with Chuck Stone. I am your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe to your this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email if you so choose to desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WebManeuver.com. Net. Like I said, this is an interview with Chuck Stone, and we got Chuck Stone on the line. Chuck, how's it going this evening? It is going great. How are you doing tonight? Dude, it's 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 great, and th- the best thing is, is we have 4th of July this weekend. That's right. That's my favorite holiday right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Thanksgiving? Uh, there's no burgers at Thanksgiving, so. Okay. I mean. It's, it's up there. It's up there because the amount of food, you know, that's real nice, but, um. Burger loving badass, you know. I can't. I can't. That's true. Say I love Thanksgiving more. I mean, I love burgers. I love. I love me a good barbecue. But I know Thanksgiving as a whole. I, I don't know. Like that's that's my holiday, and a lot of times it is because of the food. And then, like for the past, you know, eight or nine years for me is you know the next day is freaking AIW. So it's like right. it's like a great yep. holiday weekend. Yeah, man. We always do the the football in the morning, and then don't don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Thanksgiving. That's probably my second favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Love all the food, and uh, we do cornbread, and cornbread's the bomb. That's like probably my second favorite food on top of burgers. So you know, I'm not hating on Thanksgiving by any means. My fiance's family, the her mom in, in particular, she does a nice sweet potato like casserole and but on 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 top she doesn't put regular marshmallows she puts the fruity marshmallows oh see that we'll have to try that this year it's it's that like one little difference that it's just like oh i never thought about that right it gives you that different kind of flavor oh it is so good like uh i think there was one thanksgiving like for some reason they couldn't find any so this past thanksgiving i saw some like a couple weeks prior and I was like, listen, do you need me to grab some? I'll get them. Like she's yeah, like, no, no, no. Right. <laughs> she's like, no, 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 we, we got them this year. I'm like, good. Because I, oh, I, it's yep. like Would I said, picked up pack just in case <laughs> it's that, like I said, it's just that little difference. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hands down. One of my favorites. Like so sometimes you don't need to go extravagant. You go, okay, you know, you know, sweet potatoes. Okay. Instead of regular marshmallows, fruity marshmallows, boom, right. little change, big difference, you know? But yeah, Fourth of July barbecue, like barbecue fireworks. I'm, we've we've kind of slowed it down with the fireworks. With the you know, I you know how everybody else can react to them, and we don't want to we don't want to worry other people. But yeah, definitely the the whole 
barbecue and burgers, man, burgers and, and hot dogs on 4th of July is, is probably the best thing ever. <laughs> I'm definitely like when it comes to cookouts in general, like I'm much like you, I'm a burger guy. I, I can eat burger upon burger upon burger. I'm almost always in a burger mood, hot dogs. Eh, just, it just kind of depends. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a, I'm more of a chili dog kind of guy when it comes to hot dogs. I won't lie. Okay. But, um, yeah, burgers, man. I'm the one grilling them, and half the time I don't even get to eat them, and that's the worst part. <laughs> like, there was, I think, I think it was last year. I we had a cookout, and I grilled like at least 15 burgers easily. <laughs> and so, whatever, we set them inside. I wasn't very hungry at that time, which what a shocker, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then maybe maybe an hour and a half later, I walk in there, and I'm like hyped to get a burger, and they're all gone literally in an hour and a half. I was like. Damn, man, all that work and I don't even get to enjoy it. I love me a good cookout double cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Like you can go a lot of places and get a cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, but there's something about the the ones you can get at a cookout and like put those on top of each other. Oh, it's just, oh, it's the yep. best. I will, I will almost, almost always take a homemade burger over any kind of restaurant, I think. Yeah, well... What what do you prefer? Do you, are you someone that likes or can how do I put it? Because to me, there's two ways you can go. You either can get like the frozen kind or you can get the beef chuck. I grew up beef chuck because uh, I had a fa- like my mom's side of the family had a farming background, and that's kind of all I knew. Like those are the cookout hamburger, just hamburgers in general. I was used to, and then I come to find out like as I got older, I'm like, oh, there's frozen. Wow, that's right. weird. <laughs> So uh, through high school and college, that was a uh, the frozen burgers. Unfortunately, were the were the go to just because I could get like twenty of them for ten bucks. <laughs> so that was always the best. But now you know, now that we're we're adults and living life here, I'm I'm very partial to the uh, to the real ones. As I I don't think the frozen ones are very real, if you ask me. But you know, I mean, when it comes to you know desperate times call for desperate measures so like yeah i can exactly. I, I can definitely even like for me like i said i prefer you know the the ground beef but uh even i like i've bought some like some frozen burgers here and there just because like yeah they're Time. nice and simple but there's just something about that i mean like i said for, for me it was that's kind of how i grew up yeah right exactly so I definitely have like a little bit of like nostalgia when it comes to if, if right, I, ever, I was going to say it takes you right back to that time when you were younger. Yeah. It's like, oh man. And the cool thing, like it wasn't just like cookouts. It was just like, oh, we're having burgers for dinner. That's what we made. Right. And it's going to be good burgers too. You know, you never had to wonder. <laughs> oh yeah. And then like we were going back to like, like cookout food in general. Like, I don't know about you, but like when it comes to hot dogs, I, I feel like as a kid, I ate a lot of hot dogs and then t- I almost look at it as, as kid food. Yep. Um, I, that's funny. I never thought about it that way, but I definitely think it was the, especially for, you know, your parents to be like, Oh, what are we having for dinner? Oh, okay. We'll throw hot dogs in the water or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, and no, so I never thought of it as a kid food, but I definitely had it a lot when I was a kid. And I think I'm just kind of, like I said, unless it's got chili and cheese on it, I'm kind of hot dogged out, man. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm have had uh, chili cheese dogs more more recently in my life. I don't know, like growing up, I, w- I was very particular. Definitely, like it's got like I have hot dogs a certain way. I didn't eat like chili dogs. I didn't eat coney dogs or uh, kraut dogs if if that's what you're into. It just 
I don't know. I just didn't get into any of it. And then like more as an adult, I was like, oh, let, let me try this stuff. Like I like chili. I like hot dogs. Let me try that together. Oh, that's great. I have a, kraut dogs are a little bit different. Uh, I'm not huge on sauerkraut, but with a uh, with a hot dog, it, it isn't terrible. Um, fun fact. I probably more than anything else in this whole entire world hate sauerkraut with my entire being, <laughs> whether it's on a hot dog, uh, like uh, what's it, kibasi. And sauerkraut, I there is there is nothing that you can put sauerkraut in that I will eat and enjoy it. <laughs> is that like your number one like f- food enemy? I I would call it. Honestly, I think so. I'm trying to think of anything else that pops into my head, but no, I mean, look at me. You know, I'll I'll eat almost anything, but not sauerkraut, man. That that shit smells <laughs> and it, it tastes sour and uh, that is that is not my thing. I think for me, it's. Like, it's a handful of things. Like I know I don't like onions. Like I, I get, oh, on, onions. Yeah. Onions can go one of two. I mean, if it's like dehydrated onions, those aren't too bad. If they're like fried for onion rings and everything, then those are fine too. Even um, you know, if basically if they're cooked, but if like they're like the raw onion, oh, I can't stand that. Also, and isn't that funny? My girlfriend makes fun of me all the time because I'll sit there and like yeah, like sautéed onions. I love throwing sautéed onions on like a barbecue burger. Yeah. Or the crispy like onion straws or yeah, like onion rings. I'll eat those all day. Those are so good. But if you put a raw onion on my burger or like a Subway sandwich or something, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not with it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is for me. It's especially to like, like I said, if it's raw, like I know I went right. to uh, Planet Hollywood back when there was one in Myrtle Beach yeah. and I, I was in, I was in a burger mood and like obviously everything there is like really expensive. And when I found out everything that was on there, even onions, I was like, well, screw it. I'm, I'm going to eat it just because I got to get my money's worth out of this. But other than that, like, I don't I don't care as much for onions. And then also, especially when it comes to burgers, I'm not a pickle guy. Like, I cannot stand dill pickles. Dude, dude honestly, exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I am. I hate pickles. I hate onions. Um, honest to God. So it it's hard to explain, man. Like, if I just want a simple burger... You put burger, lettuce, maybe a tomato if I'm feeling frisky, uh, ketchup, mustard, and there's like my go-to, you know, plain burger. Um, when it comes to like, if you know I'm I'm dressing up for the night and I want something kind of classy, that's when they're usually everywhere called like a cowboy burger, and that's with the bacon, the barbecue, and then the onion straws on top of that. Mm-hmm. That's that's those are my two like favorite things but neither of them have pickles (laughs) i'll tell you that um which again is funny i'll eat pickles out of the jar no problem i love pickles out of the jar but as soon as you slice them thin and you put them on a burger (laughs) again you know for me it's just if it's dill pickles in general like i cannot eat dill pickles but i'm I'm what some people like to call crazy because i like the sweeter pickles like i like bread and butter pickles and i love uh relish See, I'm opposite. I like I like dill pickles. I'm not a big fan of the sweeter pickles. Yeah, like I, either I way, none of them go on a burger. Yeah, uh, I'm like I grew up with like my parents. They always like I had to eat everything on burgers. She's like not my parents. It was more my dad than anything. Like yeah. when I got to an age where I was like trying to order like Whoppers from Burger King, he was like, okay, you got to get it with everything on it. 
But I was, <laughs> but I was kind of like, okay, like I will admit, like I kind of learned a lesson when it came to like lettuce and tomato. Like I didn't like them as a kid. That was kind of being picky. Now as an adult, you know, I'll eat them, no sweat. But I'm still like, I don't like onions. I don't like pickles. Yeah. And like, I if I order something now, it's still no onions, no pickles. Yep, I am right there with you. I totally agree. So man, you uh, you've been around AIW. This is you've well a year now, a little over a year since your debut. Yeah, a year and a half since oh since the debut. Yeah, a little over a year. Training almost two and a half years or something like that. Yeah, crazy man, it flies. <laughs> Uh, I, know, I know I've been doing the AIW fan episodes, but I was kind of wondering with you, like, what was your introduction to AIW? How did how did you learn about AIW? Are you one of those people that came to a couple shows and then wanted to learn, or was it just you saw it on TV and then went, oh, I'm going to find a school, and it turned out to be AIW? Yeah, so long story, all the way back from when it started. Oh, God, I don't know what it was. WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 22, I believe. That was with the big, big stage, like, with all the – crosses in it or whatever um wrestlemania 22 i was young and that believe it or not i know that's that's making me sound real young that was my first wrestling i ever watched it came out and i saw the boogeyman and i was like what the hell is this it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) um so and ever since then i've just always watched wrestling um with my dad and um you know the the older i got i was like huh this would be really cool to do and this would be awesome um but i always played like high school football. And then I went and I played division three college football. Um, and I was not liking where I was, uh, not like football related, just in the college. I was just not enjoying it there. Um, so I moved home and I was like, well, shit, if I don't do anything athletic, I'm going to get real fat. (laughs) So I sat there and I tried to think about like, you know, like rec football or flag football or rec basketball or something. And then, um, Eric Taylor, actually, we, we both went to high school together. Everybody didn't know that. Um, but we were talking about how, you know, we've been wanting to be wrestlers and how we wanted to do this for so, you know, it was always the, the dream. But now that I was home and not doing anything like going to community college, like I had all this time on my hands and I was like, well, why not make it more than a dream? Um, so then we, we went around, we emailed a bunch of different places. We went a couple of different places and watched their practice. Um, and then my mom, somebody that my mom worked with was related to Ray Rowe. Um, so then our first show, our first AIW show was, um, the death row show was his retirement show from the Indies or from AIW. I don't know. Uh, it was him and Keith Lee. And that was our first AIW show. Um, and I think we went to two more after that. And then we were like, screw it. We signed up and we were in training maybe the month after that first show. And it's oh, it's been awesome ever since, man. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you guys did a little bit of homework and like checked out other, other schools because I think there are a lot of other schools in the area. And I think a lot of people just go with what's closest to them. And, right. you know, th- that's not a bad thing. But I feel like when you have AIW in Cleveland, I don't I don't care where you are from, if you're in within about an hour driving distance of Cleveland. And if, if you're really serious about becoming a wrestler, you should be going to AIW because that's where right. you're, you're, you're going to get the, like the most uh, looks because it's, it is one of the, the better companies in the entire country. 
and you're right. going to get a, you're going to get a lot of opportunities. I mean, you're going to have to earn them it, but at the, at the end of the day, if there's any place that I, I I'd recommend, like there's people that I know in other training schools and other companies that I just want to go, maybe you should step away from here and go mm-hmm. like where you can get a real shot. Yeah, man. I was, uh, again, we, we didn't know anything. We went, like I said, we went to a couple other schools and AIW was the first show we actually got to like go to out of every, you know, all these other places. Um, and like that night we talked, uh, I think it was Derek. I believe it was Derek, uh, director. We talked to him and he told us, uh, shoot an email to this guy. It was Dom. (laughs) He's like, shoot an email to this guy and he'll let you start within the next week. And we're like, okay. Um, and yeah, like I had no idea what I was walking into, you know, like I, okay, we're going to go train and be wrestlers. But then you realize you're on shows, the magnitude of AIW shows and you're sharing the locker room with the people that AIW bring in. And it's like, Whoa, man, (laughs) it's not, not in a bad way, but it's way more than what we signed up for. You know, maybe that's kind of the, I don't want to call it a downfall, but it's more of a, you got a, you got a bigger challenge. Like there's other companies in the area that you're, you're sharing the locker room with probably just a lot of people that's on the independent level. I mean, which granted you're going to get that, but it's just like, it's people that may be just regional, but you just, some of those locker rooms, you're sharing it with legends. You're sharing it with big names. Like even like you weren't in that locker room, but the, the first show you went to had Keith Lee and Ray Rowe two uh, WWE <laughs> contracted wrestlers right now. And if you were in that locker room, you had like them. And then there was also people like, like we, we've said like students on their way up and then just people regionally, like, uh, you know, kind of like Tim Don's too, you could learn a, a hell of a lot from it. Like I, I said, it's, it's one of the, the best opportunities. And like, I never even thought about it from that point of view. It's like, okay, you are stepping in this locker room. You are like, you know, especially early on when you're, you know, you're helping, you're helping out and you're becoming part of the crew. It's there's, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of great minds around you, and that well, could, and that's the sorry not to cut you off. That's the thing is like like you said you go into it and like especially as as just kids who's you know selling merch and selling beer and doing whatever, and then you walk backstage and you see all these people and you're you're just some kid at that point you know and you're like holy crap and then you just build from there and that's why I think like like yeah you said it was a a little bit of a downfall but at the same time like that is just so much motivation in my eyes to like i want to be at the level where instead of walking into this locker room and saying oh my god they're so and so i want to walk into the locker room and go talk to them and be like well like, we're wrestling tonight you know like that's like the stuff you see from your peers is you see people talking to these legends and then you see them going in the ring with them and sharing the ring with them and to me that's just like goal you know like that's just exactly what you're looking for um and like it was small and i we didn't do anything but even just um that last uh akron show um we did the 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 match with pme and uh the bitcoin boys i got to slide in the ring while scott hall was in the ring so i was in the ring with scott hall like yeah how many people get to say that you know like just just little dumb stuff like that but it's so motivational in my eyes what's it been like going to other territories, other companies that outside of like Northeast Ohio, and then like knowing that you you are from AIW, you are an AIW boy. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't think anybody treats us differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's brothers in the back. That's how it always is. Um, I I think like it's cool 
that we get to share our stories and get to share our like, oh, we shared the locker room with this guy. That's the one thing we can go run around and be like, this is what we have, <laughs> you know. Um, but nobody really treats us differently, which is nice. Um, but yeah, man, and it's just it's mind blowing, honestly. It's just crazy, especially because then you see or then you talk to like the people who are in other wrestling schools and they may have wrestled a match before you, but it was in front of 10 people. And, you know, not that that's a bad thing. I'm not knocking that at all. But like where they're at compared to where I'm at, you know, it's just like it's really cool to see. And it's really like reassuring uh, that we made the right decision in terms of wrestling school, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. How many companies and in different states have you made it to so far oh i have to think about that (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see one i've been to pa um been indiana we shot down to tennessee i believe chattanooga tennessee okay one two three uh trying to think oh okay technically it's not kentucky but it's like right there on the border of kentucky we were right there once so I think what's that four or five states? I I couldn't tell you how many companies. It's it's a good amount, so that's nice. <laughs> but I know it's PA, Ohio, um, Indiana, Kentucky, and then Tennessee so far. I think that's that's pretty good for you know a year in and. Yeah. Hey, I'm not complaining at all. If I'm getting a match somewhere, I'm going and I'm enjoying it, no matter what they're paying me or no matter how far it is. Like it right now, it's all just getting that experience in and that's it you know and you've been lucky enough that you've you've wrestled recently correct um i think incorrect were you talking about this past weekend no uh or was that just uh arthur MacArthur? i couldn't remember if you both like it wasn't the past week it was like a couple weeks ago oh you know that that was arthur um we me and uh uh zach thomas were actually supposed to go with him to that one and we had there we're going through some stuff with the venues um so we had actually gotten a promotion at work so we weren't able to go we had to work that saturday but yeah that was arthur he wrestled then and he actually wrestled this past weekend and both of us are going to the same place that he just was next weekend and we're going to wrestle i think friday i'm wrestling so that'll be my first official match back post quarantine that's that's still lucky <laughs> that uh yeah oh, oh I know it, it feels like we're 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 all kind of deprived of, of wrestling which it's it's weird to say because it's it's been everywhere especially the past couple of years and you know so many weekends have been filled with wrestling even with me not not even being a wrestler just going to shows and now right. we've just had these this stretch of like no shows and it just it it feels like it's been a long time so seeing people kind of get that opportunity like to wrestle you know mm-hmm. it's it's awesome to see right yeah it's um i just kind of off of that i think it's crazy how like like obviously like fans versus wrestlers like there's it, there's a difference but like we're all feeling the same drought we're all feeling the same like itch to get to a show you know for different reasons but it's all it's everybody like there's such a community of we need this back now you know <laughs> yeah and like for me it's it's nothing that i'm going to like try to rush I think one thing that it's it's done for me is I've I've really had to change how I do this podcast because I always said I have the benefit of AIW being in my backyard and that's one of the things we talk about. So for every show that AIW does, that's two episodes down for me 
And once shows started not happening, it's like, oh, I got to find new ways to fill in weeks. Right. <laughs> so so I, w- I would love to, you know, just go to a show and, you know, be able to preview it, then review it and like just have those right. kind of simple discussions. But unfortunately, that is not where we're at. So but when it when it comes back, it it comes back. I don't you know, I'm not holding my breath until close to the end of the year personally. But then again, if it comes back sooner, then I'll feel happy. But if it ha- doesn't happen until close to the end of the year, if not late next year, then I or not late next year, early next year, I'll it's just kind of what I expect. Right. That's what I, I had all these expectations when all this stuff first happened and I was thinking, Oh, you know, August, that's what I'm hearing is August or, Oh, okay. Now the end of the year. Oh, next year. I've, I've just given up with all that. I'll, I will be here to wrestle when wrestling comes back. We'll be training until then. And that's all that matters right now. You know, no need to worry about it to stress and all that. How are you filling your time during the quarantine and or especially during the time of just there was you weren't even be able to go to training eating? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, um, I was lucky enough. I think I only got a three week break um, off of my job. So I was lucky enough to stay working for most of it. Um, but those three weeks, man, I will not lie to you. I laid back. I, I did eat. I won't lie. that That's true. <laughs> Um, laid back, relaxed, uh, played some video games, watched some anime, watched some movies, like literally anything that I ever wanted to do when I didn't have time, I did it for three weeks straight. <laughs> what kind of games were you playing? Uh, what was I playing over, over quarantine? I just gotten, um, I'm a big Dragon Ball fan. Okay. So I got, uh, not the Dragon Ball Kakarot, but the, it's called Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters or whatever. It's just a, like a Mortal Kombat style, um, fighter. I played that nonstop. I won't lie. Um, that, and then I know it's super old. I know there's a new one, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Just Cause. Uh, yes. Just, I have heard of Just Cause. Yeah. I had it downloaded on my system from I don't know how long ago, and I picked it back up, and I was like, well, okay. And I got really into that, and then as of recently, I just uh, restarted uh, Spider-Man PS4 because the whole the new Spider-Man uh, trailer or the Miles Morales trailer came out, and I was like, well, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, like, huge into Spider-Man. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's, it's definitely probably partially, like, growing up, I was more Batman- and then I knew people that were more Spider-Man. So it was just kind of like, which is better. So right. I, I don't know, even like when it comes to the movies, I, the only one that I really, really love is, uh, the second Spider-Man of the Tobey Maguire trilogy, because I oh. thought, I thought Doc Ock was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, I am total. I might, might lose some fans. I don't know how people feel about it. Uh, I am totally Marvel all the way. I, I dislike DC a lot and okay to say dislike is is not right like i love the dark knight series i love like i like batman um i'm not a big fan of superman he seems very overpowered to me you know <laughs> um, but that's the point um yeah big marvel guy so i've always liked spider-man always liked iron man um just actually recently watched all the captain americas um so yeah i'm i'm not a big not a big batman dc superman guy i think when it comes to dc versus marvel it's actually marvel versus batman because yeah a, a lot of the the dc characters and superheroes just 
they're not as as good. Like I know Superman is iconic, Wonder Woman's iconic. There's a handful of the other ones that are you know somewhat like iconic, but I think at the end right. of the day, they're just not that popular. Especially like next to Batman, because Batman has almost 100 years of right. of back catalog and all this kind of stuff and uh, fanfare. Uh, I I grew up with the Burton movies, I, even the, the Schumacher movies. As bad as those two were, there were still things that I loved about them. Yeah. Oddly enough, mostly the villains, and it wasn't it wasn't like oh, I'm just getting into the villains. It was I loved Jim Carrey growing up, so I loved the the Riddler's performance, yeah. and then. I really did love all the the Arnold Schwarzenegger puns, and I still oh. <laughs> will quote them from time to time, especially like, all right, everyone, chill. Like, I love yeah. that part. But nice. that's when I was in, like, my early teenage years, and right. I was lucky enough the Dark Knight, or Batman Begins, I should say, came out when I was 19. So I was, I was ready for something more adult, so... I right. like when, when the, those years of those movies, like I was, that's when like I got so back into Batman or just, it was because like it, it felt so awesome, especially Dark Knight's one of my top five favorite movies. But after that, it's, it's been really tough. Like something I was thinking about recently, it's like, I, you know, I went through like a phase where, you know, I love Batman and like, I'll always have a soft spot for him. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I, I'm, I'm just not feeling it anymore. And yeah. yeah, it's definitely like Marvel over DC. Yeah, and I mean, had DC started way back when Iron Man 1 came out and, you know, they built that that's the thing that I think fascinates me about Marvel is like there is a literal whole different universe and so many stories that are played out, but then intertwined somehow. And like like that Justice League movie that just came out a couple years ago or a year ago or whatever, that felt so rushed. I didn't even see it. I had no desire because I didn't care about anything. I didn't you know, there wasn't. However, six years or what, however many years of Iron Man that led into, oh, well, now we're assembling the Avengers, you know, like they're, they're just it seemed so rushed and like DC could have done it correctly, but they didn't. If that makes sense. I don't know. Oh, no, I, I get it 100 percent. I remember when they were really starting with the DC universe and originally, which not many people remember this, but I vividly remember this and I have looked it up is. Uh, just to confirm that I'm not going crazy, <laughs> Batman versus Superman was originally supposed to be released on the same day as Civil War. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. And it was Marvel that had the date first, and then DC's like, well, we're going to put out. That's what we're the date we're shooting for. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, no, you're not moving. I mean, I mean, you're moving because yeah. Marvel's not. I've watched all these movies come out, and they're like, oh, it's coming out on this day, and Majority of the time, especially at that point, yeah, it came out on that day that they announced. Right. So Civil War, which we were building to since, you know, right. Avengers, and I know I'm like, they're not budging from that date. And then it was uh, Batman versus Superman that took a couple months sooner or about right. a month or so sooner. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I knew you were going to do that. Right. Right. How, how do you expect it? Yeah, that was... That was dumb. <laughs> Just a dumb thought all yeah. the way around. <laughs> but when, when that was like, like, which to me, Batman versus Superman was going to be this really awesome movie because it's it something that be. <laughs> it's something that everybody was waiting for. But it felt like, why are you jumping to that movie now? Or especially like the Justice League. There's the re there's a reason why the Marvel movies were so good, because you had um, 
you know, Iron Man, you introduced Iron Man, then you went to the Hulk. Then, yeah, you went back to Iron Man because not as many people were really invested in Iron Man. Then you went, they went to Thor, and then they went yeah. to Captain America. And then throughout those, you know, there was Black Widow sprinkled in. There was Hawkeye sprinkled right. in. Nick Fury sprinkled in. And it got to the point where, yeah, like, when you we got to the Avengers, you felt it. Right, right, exactly. And, like, it's that kind of build. I just felt like... When DC was like, all right, you know, we got our, we got our Batman, we got our Superman. Okay. Um, let, 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 let's just get to the finish line. I'm like, why are you, why are you rushing to justice league? Like I'll, I'll go see a lot of comic book movies. And when it came to justice league, I felt like, why am I supposed to care about the flash? Why am I supposed to care about cyborg? Why am I supposed to care about some of these other characters? And I've had people tell me, well, you don't watch the flash TV show. And I'm like, well, it's not technically the same universe. I mean, could I know more about the flash? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not the same flash. Why should I care about this flash? Well, and you also don't have to go watch Marvel, whatever it is on Netflix to understand Avengers infinity war, you know, like that's not, that's the whole point is one's a show and one's a movie. Sure. You'll get some background or some extra information, but like, no, like if I'm watching a movie, I want to know everything about the movie from the prior movie or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you could have really cool Easter eggs. And I'm like, I never watched a lot of the Marvel shows. It was mainly because when those started popping out, uh, I was over the road with my job. So it was really hard to watch TV like that. So right. I just got behind on a lot of them and I just said, screw it now. Uh, with everything with everything moving to Disney Plus, Marvel and Disney is like, yeah, well, all those other stuff that was on Netflix, those don't count anymore. So I was like, all right, right. good. So I didn't waste my time. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, yeah, ah, sorry, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Marvel all the way, that's all I got. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, that's what also made the build for one of my favorite characters of all time because I'm sitting next to a shrine to him, and that's Thanos, when, like, oh. that that build of okay like we went through avengers and i remember hearing about thanos like i never got into the comic books but mm -hmm. i remember hearing this idea of thanos during thor because there's a, the easter egg of the infinity gauntlet so i was right. like oh cool so i kind of like looked up a little bit a little bit of stuff on him and i thought he was supposed to be in the first avengers movie so like we get to the end and i'm just kind of like oh damn like they didn't have that thanos guy and then they like do that that credit and credit scene Mm -hmm. where where you he gets revealed it's like oh this is going to be awesome like we're already like okay we're done with this phase we're this is where we're going and right. then they just put this groundwork of uh building what the infinity stones were building who mm -hmm. thanos was like giving him a, just a a minor villain role in guardians of the galaxy and then when we got to age of ultron there was that other post credit scene and that led us into where we were going to infinity war and that like that's why Infinity War and Endgame did so good. But that that wasn't done over a couple of years. That took eleven years. Twelve right. if you twelve if you count I think it was twelve if you count uh Endgame. I could be wrong, but Oh, yeah. But still it's it, that it took a lot. And that's what, what I love. And like that's why when there was like deaths in Infinity War, they you felt it in, in anything in Endgame, you felt it. Like, mm -hmm. of course, I'm the, I'm the only person, like, I knew about the snap. I knew that was coming. Oh, well, I yeah. just, well, not like said, not like I knew it was coming in the movie. I just knew, I knew that was something that he, he did. So when it happened, I know oh, a lot of people yeah. in the theater were just like, oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, my God, they did it. They did it. This is awesome. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I had no clue. So I was like, oh, my God. But then, like, 
I just I I think I'm very critical when it comes to movies. Like I pay attention hardcore, and I like. I'm a big. I don't know if you've ever on YouTube. They're called CinemaSins or whatever. They go through and just yeah. pick movie part and like I watch them so much that that's kind of how I am now. And that that was the movie that I was like when he snapped. I was like, oh my god! And like you know, you start seeing everybody float away. And then maybe ten seconds later, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! Like that's that's the one thing they've been saying you know to be afraid of. Like don't let him snap his fingers. And that, I think that was even mentioned in movies prior like not even the same movie you know with a snap of his fingers everything's gone and that's when i was like once i put it all together in my head that oh my god they've been building to literally that one moment i was like oh, oh, oh you know that's when i had to go see it again just to like experience the uh the atmosphere you know when he snaps and everybody's like oh. it was oh it was crazy infinity war was the first movie i ever went to go see it back to back like, oh really? Yeah, the Saturday it came out, I went to go, went to go see it with some friends in Crocker Park, and then I loved it so much. I looked up what the next showing was at the theater closest to my home, and went there and watched it again. Like same night. Same night. Oh hell yeah! That's that's one hell of a night right there. I somewhat did the same thing for Endgame, but it was like uh, the weekend it came out. I saw it once, but it was the next weekend. I planned to go see it twice. Nice. Just, I don't know, those movies I love so much. And also, too, like when it came to uh, the Gamora part, like that, oh, yeah. that was one of my favorite parts only because being like this huge fan of the character of Thanos, like I knew all his lines. And as soon oh, as, yeah. as soon as he said, uh, they said like, you have to sacrifice someone you love. I'm like, oh, you got, you have to sacrifice Gamora because he, the line in Guardians of the Galaxy uh, he refers to Gamora as his favorite daughter. Oh yeah, right. So that that's like his only line of being being able to say like I love this person. Right. So like it like Gamora started laughing. Like literally, I I said to, to uh, my fiance right next to me, I was like, "What are you laughing at, bitch? You dead?" Yeah, right. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah, man. Uh, Thanos is no. I don't have a shrine or anything, but I I think I have to agree with you. He's probably my favorite heel of all time you know <laughs> he is that it's just and i know it's the basic everybody says this but like just the the whole like you want you kind of understand what he's talking about and, and like at first you kind of feel bad for him and it's like that whole just character arc of he sits there and he says stuff that kind of makes sense but then he sits there and wipes out half the universe and you're like oh shit he wasn't making sense <laughs> you know he was he's just like top top heel of all time that's that's from Chuck Stone right there. <laughs> he he's up there in my book. I don't know if I'd say number one because I know when it comes to a lot of like like bad guys in the movies, everybody I think flocks towards um, Darth Vader. Like I think he's like the classic answer. But I've always yep. said like when it comes like even before I even knew who Thanos was, to me my Darth Vader was Shredder. Because, oh okay, yeah. Because I grew up with like the Ninja Turtles cartoon and especially the right. movies and. Looking back at the introduction of Shredder in that first movie, he is kind of like Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. But I didn't watch Star Wars stuff like much later in life, so like I had this more of an affinity towards like Shredder, right? And it's it's crazy to, to me or to other people when I say like yeah, like I like Shredder over Darth Vader, right? <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I feel that I 
I can't lie to you though. I actually just just got a nice tattoo of Darth Vader and and Luke uh, fighting on my leg. So watch out for that next couple shows. <laughs> um, yeah, I won't lie. I don't get me wrong. Don't <laughs> Star Wars is a whole different conversation, you know. <laughs> um, I love Darth Vader. He's like my number one of all time character. Um, I don't consider him as evil because he makes that turn at the end, man. And uh, in all reality, he he wasn't that bad, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, he killed a lot of kids, though. Killed a lot of kids. Yeah, you know what? That's that's the part that we gotta, you know, we'll recognize and and hopefully move on. But you gotta remember the 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 last the ending, the last movie <laughs> when he's sitting there and then he dies in Luke's arms. That's it's so you know tearing at your heartstrings. <laughs> you're you're remembering the final face turn. I'm remembering that heel turn that he he did. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we don't talk about that though. <laughs> I don't know what. Go ahead. Probably my my favorite Star Wars of all time. That's another one that's probably showing my my young age. But uh, Episode three and that whole battle scene. That every, as soon as Anakin gets the the yellow tint in his eyes, from there on the movie is absolutely golden. My favorite Star Wars. As a whole, like I'm not huge into Star Wars. Like it's just my own thing. But I'll I always say like I watch it. I've I've seen I believe yeah I've seen all the movies. Um, Ha- at least half of them in theaters. Like yeah. I, know, I know when I was young enough, when they re-released them in theaters, I went to go see Empire Strikes Back. Like that was actually my introduction to Star Wars. Like oh. actually watching it outside of when I was a kid watching Muppet Babies and they had like right. st- <laughs> Star Wars stuff in it. Like I like I didn't get it, but now I'm like okay, right. Looking back, I I can understand them now. But like getting into like okay, what's what was uh, the Empire Strikes Back? I'm sorry, what was that? Empire Strikes Back was my oh introduction. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I th- I think I just watched some. I don't know. I'm sure my dad tried to show me the old ones when I was younger, and I was like, "What? What is this? I don't like watching old movies." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I like the cool 3D, you know, cartoons or whatever. Um, so I want to say probably my first ones were episodes one, two, and three. Um, and then I probably once I was old enough to realize, Hey, these movies are awesome. Um, that's when I think I went back, watched the original four five and six. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I started with one, which, you know, see that that's where the whole, remember we were talking about the whole nostalgia thing. Everybody hates all the prequels. Well, that's what I grew up on. So I love them. I think, I think episode two is a little iffy. There's a lot of, a lot of love scenes that we don't need in there, but like, one, two, and three are like the bomb to me. I love Darth Maul, and like I said, three is my favorite of all time. So, yeah, I rem- like I'm trying to remember how old I was when like episode one came out. I was mm-hmm. probably like 13, 14, and as much as I was like, I was okay with Star Wars, but just that like double bladed lightsaber, I was like, all right, that's cool, right? Right, that's that's the one I'm saving up for right now. I'm I'm hoping, you know, by the time I'm a, a big adult, you know, full full adult, I want the uh, I've always seen the pictures of the the lightsabers like going up the stairs in somebody's house. Mm-hmm. It, they just have like all of them from the movies and all of them from the comics and everything. And that's like that's one of those. I know it's going around Twitter, the whatever. What did you see when you were a kid that you thought, you know, that they were rich or whatever? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was always having lightsabers going up 
the side of my wall up my stairs. <laughs> nice. I know. Oh, yeah. However old I was, I know one year for Christmas, like I had people give me money and that's actually what I went out and bought was that, that lightsaber. Like I don't have it anymore, but to, yeah. me, to me, like that was cool. Like I had a neighbor who had uh Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker's lightsabers. So it's kind of oh, like, man. all right, like I'll get the, the dual ended one. Cause that just looks right. so fucking badass. Right. <laughs> and then I know, I, I don't know if he was a robot, but there's also that, I think he was, who's the villain in two? The, is it like count Doku? Dooku, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't remember his name, but I know I played the Lego Star Wars, and like to oh, me, yeah. oh, the you mean um the robot one with all the arms? Yeah, that was that was actually episode three. Okay, three. Uh, that's General Grievous, and yeah, he was one of my favorites too. I love the four arms. That that got me going. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like I have very little memory of like two and three. So that's why yeah. I, I, it kind of blurred together. But I know when I played Lego Star Wars, like that was if I had a free play to where you could play as whatever character that you unlock, right. that was like one of my go to's because I thought that was just cool as shit. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I always thought he was really cool. That was one of my favorites, too. I've got a lot of favorites. All right, man. Uh, let's start to wrap this up and let's get into the Fave 5 questions. Hey, this is Booker T, five-time champ, and this is the Fave Five Questions. Now, can you dig it? And, of course, with you on, we need to do a lot of food-centric questions. All right. Uh, let's start with bacon or sausage? Bacon. 100% bacon. <laughs> crispy or not crispy? Um, I like my bacon juicy, so no, not crispy. I like, you know, take it off a little early. And you let it drip a little bit, and then, oh, yeah, yeah there's nothing better than juicy bacon. I never know what to call it. If it's because, like, obviously, everybody knows crispy, but, like, but what do you call the other one? Like, not crispy or limp or right. that's that's I, wiggly. I, mean, I thought juicy is pretty because that's 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 all I think about when I think about my bacon is like biting into it, and it's probably might sound gross, but then you get the grease squirting on. That's oh man, <laughs> the way to go. Yeah, when I bite into to my bacon, I, w I want there to be I want I want to chew it, not just like like have this crunch. Right. Now there's I, I can't do it very well. Uh, my grandpa was the only one to be able to do it, but he he had it juicy like that, but then flipped it so only the edges were like touching the pan and got the edges really crispy, but Ooh. then the inside was juicy. Oh my god! I never thought you'd be able to do that with bacon. Oh my god! Okay, that's th that's very interesting. Oh, it's, it's nuts. I don't ask me how to do it. Don't never figured it out. I just know I would bite and it would be a crunch and then it would get that juice flowing. And I was like, Oh man, no, that's when I learned. I love the juicy bacon. Now I'm going to try to just figure out how to do it. I'm, next time I make yeah. bacon, I'm just going to sit there and just try to figure out like, how, Science did, experiment. Yeah, how did he do this? Let me try. Let me try it like <laughs> this. Do, do you got to like, do I have to hold it on the side and make sure yeah. that the sides only get it? And then like, flip it to the other side just to get i don't know who knows that sounds interesting yeah it was very good question number two rank the fast food chicken nuggets between mcdonald's burger king and wendy's oh um wendy's is number one um oh that's that's easy wendy's mcdonald's burger king um i can't lie the burger king ones are nice when you're on the budget because it's what a dollar fifty for ten of them or something yeah so you know i'll get i'll get four of those and be be cool you know 
Um, but when it comes to like quality and taste and all that, I got to go with Wendy's. Uh, Wendy's also has the superior barbecue sauce, just in case you wanted a condiment with your with your nugs. Um, but I am actually a spicy nugs, no sauce, all the way kind of guy. I need to do a taste test on their barbecue sauce because that to me that's my sauce, hands down. Like I'll get barbecue mm-hmm. from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite though outside of like this realm is Quaker steaks, but like their wing sauce. Yeah. Like. Or like- Oh, I, yeah. I buy that the barbecue by the bottle and I use that as like for, for nuggets at home. I use it for oh, really? uh, sandwiches. Oh, I, I love that barbecue sauce. But yeah. I, uh, the, the Wendy's barbecue sauce is, is real sweet. I'm, I'm, I got a big sweet tooth, like almost all the time. I mm-hmm. can't lie about that. Um, and yeah, Wendy's, Wendy's barbecue sauce is super sweet and super. And especially I know I said, no sauce on my spicy nugs, but every once in a while, again, if you're feeling frisky, you put the spicy nug in the sweet sauce, so then you get the sweet and spicy deal going on. Whew. One of my biggest issues with Wendy's and their nuggets, though, um, definitely with McDonald's, there's a, the hardcore nostalgia for me, but when they first started selling nuggets, and for a long time, they used to also have as a dipping sauce, honey. They don't have honey anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when they stopped. I know a handful of years back, I went to uh, Wendy's, and I was just in that mood. I'm like, oh, like that's what I want for my, my dipping sauce. I told the cashier this, and she's like, you mean honey mustard? I'm like, no, honey. She's like, no, we don't have honey. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you used to. What the fuck? Right. Damn it. So um, with them getting rid of that, it's kind of like, yeah, that like sours you just a little bit in my book. Yeah. See, that, it's really funny that you say that because I think it was just last week um, Zach Thomas told me to put my chicken nuggets in honey. And I was like, what the hell are you talking? I've never heard of it before. I still I haven't even tried it yet. He was like, bro, it's the best. And I was like, I don't know about that. But now that I hear it from you, too, I'm, I guess I'll have to go ahead and try that, huh? Like, I know McDonald's still sells honey. That's where I first had it. But I had that as a kid. Like my, it was kind of one of the things going back to with my dad of like, oh, well you need to eat everything on your, on the burger. When it came to like dipping sauce, like he tried to get me to try other ones. And the main one that he got me to try was honey and it's, it's good. Yeah. No kidding. Definitely have to give that a try then. But I'm a real sucker for McDonald's chicken nuggets with their ketchup. There's something with their ketchup and I, people will try to always tell me, well, it's Heinz ketchup. Uh, where, where on that packet does it say Heinz? Because it doesn't. That is McDonald's ketchup. Damn it. It's something with their recipe. Like I, and like maybe it's something like it goes good with all their food. They like, they make sure whatever they're making, whatever they have to add to it, it goes good with that ketchup and (laughs) the nuggets. Oh, it's just like, cause I used to, when I worked there as a kid or a teenager, ah, that's what I used to like pull a nugget, put a little bit of ketchup on it, like right there at the station and eat it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't hate on the McDonald's one. Those are always the classics. But I honestly think the only thing that really gives Wendy's the edge is having that uh, spicy option. I'm a, I like spicy stuff quite a bit. So they win it for me. I'm, I'm actually curious to see if McDonald's is going to go that route because Burger King's gone that route lately. And I know in other countries there's McDonald's spicy nuggets. But it's gotten oh, really? to a point where, like, you don't want to lose out to the other two, so you need to introduce that too. Right. 
And you know what? I won't lie. If McDonald's comes out with spicy nugs, we might be changing my answer. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Favorite flavor of Pop-Tarts? Whew, that's a rough one. Um, <laughs> it totally depends. Not really. My favorite is s'mores. I love s'mores. Almost everything. I love s'mores. Um, that's the correct answer. But, okay, good. My go-to like, and this might sound terrible and you everybody will understand how I got the size that I am, but my, my go-to, uh, like midnight snack all through high school and college was, um, a strawberry pop tart. Okay. Uh, and then big glass of like chocolatey chocolate milk. Um, because then, so I have this weird thing where if I eat chocolate, I can't drink chocolate milk because then it just tastes like regular milk to me. Huh. <laughs> that makes sense. So like if I got if I got the chocolate taste in my mouth when I drink chocolate milk, all I taste is the milk. Um, so I never wanted the chocolate pop tarts or the s'mores or anything with chocolate in it because it would there'd be no point to drinking the chocolate milk. Um, so then I went to the strawberry pop tarts and found that it was a nice fruity taste, but then I got to end it with the you know the nice chocolate milk after. So. Oh, that's a combination I've never thought of. So that me also means you don't put chocolate milk in chocolate cereal. No, nope. uh, to me, there's just no point. That's a to me, that's a waste of a glass of chocolate milk right there. Um, I let like if it's chocolate cereal, I let my chocolate cereal do the work, and by the end of you know eating the cereal, then the milk is chocolate. So there's no need to waste uh, some chocolate milk in there, you know. I, I look at it as it enhances it. it. It adds more of a chocolate taste. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would definitely try it. But like I said, I, I just know I, I can't eat a chocolate bar and then have chocolate milk right after it. I know I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't enjoy chocolate cereal and chocolate milk as much, you know? I just know I wouldn't. But definitely doing the, the strawberry Pop-Tart and... Uh, chocolate milk that's basically chocolate covered strawberries and that's a that's a mm -hmm. great taste yep yep but now again now if i if i don't have my chocolate milk like at work we have an open vending type of situation and i'll grab like a flavored water or just a water bottle and then um and then a s'mores pop tart s'mores is is the bomb yeah that's to me that's the goat and i i think a lot of people agree with that i know i did have to take a couple years away from not eating them because i don't know it just i had it too much for a extended period of time and it just i don't know it, yeah. just, it, it didn't feel as special and then i think i was starting to get a little bit of heartburn every time i ate it so i like took some uh, time away but it's still one of my favorites yep let me tell you that's something that nobody ever prepared me for was heartburn <laughs> not to you know segue off but man I just, I had it today and I was dying all day and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because I've never felt this before. Yeah. I'm on heartburn medication because I, oh, yeah. I started oh. getting heartburn when I was in high school and it got to a point where it just, no matter what I, almost no matter what I ate, I don't want to say it was everything, but there was, there was stuff that was giving me heartburn. People were like, how did that give you heartburn? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have to take something daily just to not have heartburn. Fun. I'm sure that's that's where I'm heading soon. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Wings, bone in or out? Uh, bone in. Um, wings, wings without a bone is just a nugget, if you ask me. <laughs> that's the, the popular answer to whether uh, it's a nugget, it's 
uh, to just tick chicken tenders. The, the, the best response I've heard is if you're eating a boneless wing, it's just white meat and that's not a wing. Huh? That's, that is probably the most educated answer I've ever heard on that topic. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I like I like boneless wings from time to time or like as an appetizer or something. But if I'm like sitting down and having like 12 to 15 wings, I want to get my hands dirty. I want to get my face all saucy. Like I, I want to eat wings like a man, <laughs> you know? Oh, that's definitely the same way I am. So your your bone in, what's your favorite sauce? Whether uh, it could be a particular restaurant sauce, like I said, with me, uh barbecue from Quaker steak, but I do love barbecue almost anywhere. Uh, what's your favorite sauce? Um, I'm a big barbecue guy as well. Uh, that's like my go-to anywhere. I've recently graduated to hot barbecue. Um, cause like I said, I like the hot stuff and I never, I never even thought about getting a hot barbecue. Um, and recently, yeah, nothing really particular. I like like Quaker steak has really good sauce. That's really sweet. Um, one of my go-to places, I don't know if, you know, anybody knows, but I, I live out in Parma, um, and Parma Tavern there on Broadview, that is like my go-to bar, my go-to wings, my go-to pizza, my go-to, like everything. Parma Tavern is the best. <laughs> so you like their barbecue or just anything that, any wing sauce they have? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really stray away from my barbecue too much. Okay. Um, so like, like I know I like garlic Parmesan. I know like the regular, like a mild or a hot wing. I'm, I'm okay with all those. Uh, but my go-to anywhere is, is either barbecue or hot barbecue. Um, now, now that I have a girlfriend, she gets whatever she wants and I get my hot barbecue and then we just split them. So now I get the whole variety. <laughs> so I'm not just stuck on hot barbecue all, all week, but, um, yeah, no, that's, that's gotta be my go-to is just a plain old barbecue. There's two measuring sticks for me, and one of them is barbecue because I, I want to see how how particular place, like what barbecue sauce they use and how different it is from everybody else. But I think on the flip side is mild. Mild sauce is just, you can't fuck it up. Right. And I, I feel like it also lets me know like how well you, you do your wings because I don't, I don't think I've ever come across a bad mild. Like I just tried Wingstop about a month or so ago for the very first time because they put one not too far from me. So we ordered it uh, for delivery and we were trying to like divide it. Like, okay, let's try lemon pepper. Heard a lot about the lemon pepper. Um, maybe they have barbecue. And I was like, let me try their barbecue. And we tried all these different ones. I'm like, well, you can't fuck up mild. So let's, let's try their mild and let's see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I don't mind wing stop. I I'm, Again, I'm more of a, like, I want to go to a bar and sit down and have a beer and eat my wings messy. <laughs> um, but wing stops nice, like, if you're, like, on the way home and you're just kind of craving wings, um, I'll hit wing stop up. I I only ever get their barbecue. I don't think I've tried anything else from there just because, again, it's a kind of a fast foodie type place, so I'm not going to stray far from my barbecue. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number, question number five. Chicago style or New York style pizza? That's a rough one. Um, I would have to. So before I make my judgment, I have never been to either Chicago or New York to try authentic pizza from either either place. Um, so take that into consideration. I believe I am a 
big New York pizza kind of guy. Um, my grandfather was from New York and he prided himself on his pizza. <laughs> so I got some nice New York pizza, like homemade New York pizza. Um, and I always like the whole, you know, folding it and that's a bigger bite for me. So I, I'm always loving that. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like Chicago style, I've had like the, like the chain restaurant, Chicago style pizza, or like, like I've never had a good, like Chicago style pizza from a Chicago style pizza place. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I don't know if, if my opinion's that good, but I, I say New York all the way. I can, I can see that. I, for me, it's Chicago. It's deep dish. I, I, it almost goes like, okay, with, with New York, you, you know, you get the, you know, the bigger slices and everything, but with Chicago, it's thicker. Right. And I, the fact that I have to eat it with a fork doesn't bother me. Right. Yeah. No, that wouldn't bother me either. I think I'm not a big uh, sauce guy. Okay. So I know I'm, I'm as far as I know, Chicago style pizza is a lot of sauce. Um, so maybe that's where I'm kind of getting the turn off from. I don't know. Um, I just know like if I see a Chicago style pizza, I see a, you know, crust, a thick crust, and then a bunch of red in the middle. And to me, that's just all sauce. So I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I've never really had Chicago, <coughs> Chicago style pizza from anywhere like good. So, yeah, I could, I could understand that too. And you talk about like earlier of, uh, you know, wanting, I don't say wanting fast food, but definitely like with Chicago style, like if you're getting a, a true Chicago style pizza, you're going to have to sit down. Like you're gonna have to make, make kind of like time for, but with a New York style style, like with being bigger, it's going to be a lot easier to eat. Yeah. And that's, um, that's what, like I said, I like, I like folding it and I like being able to stick the whole half the thing in my mouth. I mean, not obviously half of it. I'm not, I'm not that fat, but you know, I, I love that. I love the big bites. I love the grease. I love the cheese. That's New York style pizzas. Whew. All right. Question number six that I usually tailor uh, something around my guess for you. I'm thinking, I know you said you don't really prefer it, but who in your opinion has the best burger, not homemade, like whether it be a chain restaurant or, or whatever, like where have you had the best burger? Uh, well, Obviously homemade. <laughs> you, nobody makes a better burger than me. But um, the best burger that that's a rough one. You know how many burgers I've had in my entire life. <laughs> oh, trust me, I understand. I'm pretty much the same way. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie. I really, and this might sound super basic. I really enjoy Red Robin. Mm -hmm. uh, they just have a huge variety. And they make a real nice cowboy burger. Like I said earlier, I'm always into the cowboy burgers. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say Red Robin, but I think that's that's the only thing that I can think of right now. Um, but when it comes to fast food, um, the Whopper is the way to go. That's what you see me carry to the ring every single night <laughs> is a Whopper. And I'll get another one right after the show. And I could eat Whoppers for days. And then you threw McDonald's out in the crowd. Yep, yep. That see, McDonald's had had the cheap, the cheaper. Uh, yeah, cheap, I, I get it. That. Sorry, love you guys, but you're not getting my whoppers. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sort of like with that with you when it comes to any restaurant, right? Red Robin, like that. I mean, that's their thing. Is it's right. supposed to be burgers, like. 
you could try other places. Like I know a lot of people love five guys and I think it's, it's okay. I've only ever had it a handful of times, but it was never anything that I was like, Oh my God, this is the best ever. But red right. Robin with all the variety of things that they do, like it, it is so good. And then I think if I'm, if I'm going fast food nine times out of 10, I will pick the Whopper or at least mm-hmm. a double Whopper. I think if I get three, yeah. like that's just, it gets way too messy. messy. Right. It's, it's even bad enough. Like if you get tomato with the, the double Whopper, ugh, it's just right. everything's sliding together, but just a nice simple Whopper. I don't, I don't know what it is. And I th- actually, I do know what it is. It's that literally that flame broiled taste, whether it be artificial or not, but it's just, I remember yep. one day I ordered, uh, a quarter pounder like a day or two after I had a Whopper and mm-hmm. like I could taste the difference. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's what, uh, I, I guess that's what it, I couldn't have told you what it was that I liked about the Whoppers, but it just had that distinct taste that no other place has like even five guys. Um, and then in my opinion, again, I, I don't sit there and hold sandwiches, you know, to compare them, but I think the Whopper is like your biggest burger out of all three places. Yeah. It's, so it's where what it is is it's yeah it's rounder bigger like for something like when you like when i think you hold a quarter pounder it's it might it's be thick. yeah it might be thicker but it's not as wide and there's something about when you have that that bigger burger where it's wider that it, it right. it's it's just that little bit difference because yeah i've, I've kind of noticed that too and that's what like I've, and i thought about that as soon as i said that like a baconator or whatever those are like huge like set stacked tall um, but no, yeah, I've never gotten a double Whopper. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I stick to a single Whopper. I just get like two of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure you stack a couple patties up there. It can compare to the Baconator and a quarter pounder and Big Mac and whatnot. But just that, yeah, that diameter and burger man is, is nuts. <laughs> the thing that I'll say about Wendy's though, is I had an ex, um, when I was like 20, that worked mm-hmm. at a Wendy's and I, every time I used to go see her before I went into work and she was working, I would order food and it was something with Wendy's menu is I, I can't get tired of what they do for some reason. Like it's, it's kind of a classic taste. Yeah. Not too long after like she worked at Wendy's, she ended up getting a job at a Burger King and like I got tired of their menu quick. Oh yeah. Huh. I think Wendy's, Wendy's has a lot more to offer like with the chili. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, like, I mean, I know you can get ice cream anywhere, but Frosties are a special place in my heart for Frosties, too, you know? <laughs> well, even, like, with their, like, their basic cheeseburger or, like, their basic chicken sandwich, there's just something about those that are really, yeah. really special. Like, I hardly ever crave it, but I know if I got, like, six bucks, I can, you know, pick up a couple and, like, I'll be happy. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'll be happy. It satisfies me. All right, man. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? I got nothing. I I think I plugged every fast food joint <laughs> around, so I think that should be good enough. Hopefully they hear this and, you know, start getting free Whoppers for the shows. <laughs> well, what about your social media and everything? Oh, what am I, fat? Fat, I got I to gotta change that Twitter handle. Uh, I think it's at fat underscore AF underscore Chuck. Uh, I think all the way around, Instagram, Twitter, you don't need my Facebook, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at fat AF Chuck fat underscore AF underscore Chuck. Uh, that's where you see everything. Anytime I'm wrestling, it'll be there. And yeah, that's all I got. I don't plug a whole lot, man. <laughs> and also we, we didn't talk about it. This was your first interview. This was my first interview. So yeah, let me know how I did. Hopefully. Well, I, 
I, I feel like I did pretty well. It was easy talking about food, you know? Which, which for me is kind of the point. Like, I, I love talking about food to anybody, but right. uh, <laughs> we, we, we have Fourth of July coming up, and, like, that's what I figured would be perfect for you. And then also you're eventually going to get more interviews, and they're going to hit you with, like, oh, well, how did you become a fan? And, like, I know we touched a little bit on how you got introduced to AIW, but you'll get hit with those a lot going forward so i got to start you off with a little bit of fun let's talk about some food let's let's go a little bit uh different than what you'll probably get down the road right yeah yeah no it was fun had a good time all right you can find myself at heavyset330 on facebook twitter and instagram much like you can find this show on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said before, please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen to fine podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trading Top Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam. Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, Virtual Pros, Wrestling Nerds Radio Network featuring the indie cast and This Makes No Sense, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, Game Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Spotlight Series, IWTV Guide, and At Odds with Wrestling. And check out our other non-podcast friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Good Company, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Two Sweet Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Wrestle Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you are fat as fuck. Later. This is the burger-loving badass Chuck Stone, and you're watching Wrestling Cheers. Oh, listening to Wrestling Cheers, huh? (laughs) All right, give it one more shot.